Hello and welcome to another edition of the I Am Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Medega. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. He is remote today. Happy Easter to each and every one of you out there who celebrates it. Um, Mike, we got a loaded show today. We got a, a, a action-packed shows coming up here in the next few weeks. Um, this week, obviously, we're going to be talking about Michigan basketball. The end of their season happened this week. Talking Tigers baseball, and then we've got a boatload of professional wrestling to go over this week. <laughs> WWE is saying basically every day this week you're going to be glued to your TV in some way, shape, or form. It feels like so lots of stuff to go over. So let's just jump right in, though, Mike. Michigan basketball losing in the Elite Eight to number eleven UCLA. Um, you know, a bit of a tough loss. They did not play well. Their worst performance in the entire tournament, I think by far. Um, I mean, two of their starters, Mike Smith and uh, Franz Wagner, along with Brandon Johnson, who's not very good anyway, um, mm. were all pretty much neutralized in that game. So they go on the Elite Eight. We, we kind of talked about on the show before where it was like, okay, they, if they get past the Sweet 16, that's considered a good season, considering where they were expected to be. Jawan's first tourney run. He's National Coach of the Year. Just give me your thoughts on Michigan's season as a whole and how it, and how it kind of played out. Yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate because going in, I would say, yeah, like past Sweet 16 would be a really good season. But yeah. then you go – but then like when you have the easiest schedule lined up for you after that – like losing to a number 11 scene who was in the play-in game mm-hmm. is like a really tough way yeah, to lose. And sure. also I think something that needs to get brought up is I do love Juwan Howard as a coach. I really do. Yeah. But his late game management was is actually was atrocious. Ter- was terrible in this game. It was, it was, I mean, this is the last three shots. Wagner and Smith yeah. you gave the ball to. I go, of all the people um, that, was, that, that was you could have biggest- given it to. That was my biggest complaint was you saw yep. it in the Ohio State one in the semifinal where yep. I was like, all right, Mike Smith's going to dribble out the ball and take the last shot. I was like, I don't know about that, yep. but, you know, we'll, well never and, die and with and it, I well, guess. Well, here's the but, thing. It's like, you know, okay, fine, you get your point guard, but there, there needed to be a play that happened. I mean, you know, Brown has been the hottest guy on your team yes. this entire tournament, and he didn't touch the ball. At one point, they took Brown out to put Wagner back into the game, and I'm like, why? I didn't understand yeah. that at all. I thought Mike Smith should have been – I thought the one adjustment that he made that I w- agreed with was he pulled Mike Smith early in the second half. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we're not getting it done with him at the point guard. So he took Brooks, put him at the point, put Brown in at the two. And I thought that five was the best starting – or best collaboration of five they could have. Even though Boxing yes. was having an off night, I thought Johns played good defense and gave them enough offensively, right? He had that little, like, eight-point burst there um, yeah. at one point. And obviously Dickinson, you know, I think there's two big flaws here that we saw in this Michigan team. Number one, Dickinson is very – he's got a certain set of moves, but that's it. Like, and once you clamp down on that for long periods of time, he's he's very ineffective, right? So mm-hmm. – and I think that they they tried to get him going. He had spurts where it's like, okay, we're getting back to what they do. but And they couldn't hit shots either. Like, they really just couldn't hit anything really that was quote unquote easy, right? Everything yeah. that UCLA did really made it difficult for them offensively. And they get, you know, when you have three starters that have less than 10 points in the game, you're, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. 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 It was, it was tough. And then just, God, just watching that end game. And I go, man, Mike Smith is going to take yeah. your most crucial shot at the end of right. the game. And then they get another have- chance. And then I'm like, okay, now here's like, you had a chance. Okay. You gave yeah. Wagner a shot because, okay, he's, you know, he's a good three-point shooter. He's yeah. not even their best three-point shooter. 
I know. That's and what's crazy to me. I know. I, I think Eli Brooks shoots he a is. percentage. Eli and Brooks Sean, does. And we talk about Shawnee Brown being yeah. like the underrated like best player oh, on the team. And goodness. I go, neither one of them even got looks. Yeah. The last like six shots were all from yeah. you know Dickinson, all these guys. Yeah. I was like, man, I just think it was poor game management. Correct. And I think it just that's the thing that bothers me is it's like yeah. It's like, yeah, like going like Sweet 16 on is a successful season. I would agree. But at the yeah. same time, you're you had chances up, to win this. Yeah, game. you had chances yeah. to win to go farther. Yep. And you just blew them with your own right. coaching. And that's right. part that noise. Yeah, it, it almost felt like they were like, we got to rely on our, our most consistent. But I'm like, consistent is out the window in the tournament. Like at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it doesn't matter who the guy is. It just needs to be somebody that was hitting shots. Brown was hitting shots. Brooks was hitting shots. And I get, I give Eli Brooks a lot of crap because I hate it when he's at point because I think he's a, I don't think he's the best ball handler in the world. No, he's but, not. but from a shooting perspective, and he gets to the line, and that was another thing too. I was like, you didn't need a three. I get why no. you went for the three, but I, but I, I, you didn't need a three. So why not give it to Brooks and let him dribble drive it? Okay, he get doesn't get fouled. That's fine. You live with that. But if he gets fouled, he's a ninety-one percent free throw shooter. He's mm-hmm. your best free throw shooter. You mean to tell me he's not going to knock those two down to get you to OT? I mean, lots of problems, but I think that, uh, you know, it's the first chink in the armor of the Juwan Howard era for sure. Um, you know, but I, I think we're really just going to have to see how they learn from this, right? Does Dickinson have that explosion to year two where mm-hmm. I don't, you know, it's going to be really hard to top what he did the first year, but I think that that's going to be the, uh, a crucial step for them. And obviously replacing a guy like Eli Brooks, who really came in clutch time and time again. Like yeah. that LSU game, they don't win that game without Eli Brooks keeping them alive in the first half. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's. I guess we'll talk about it in like a few months, but yeah. rumor has it that Eli Brooks doesn't want to leave yeah. and he's eligible to come back next right, year. Right, because they had that one year. Right. He's had the one year like pause with COVID and stuff. Yeah. So as we say, uh, Eli Brooks, but like he might be back next year. Yeah. And, and it's strongly rumored okay that he would be back. So I'd be totally okay with it because we definitely need yes. a point guard. Yeah, on the team, even if it's not a natural like Michigan distributor guy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Eli Brooks plays point guard good enough. Yeah, I agree. With that. Well, I think he's sm- I think he's smart with the basketball too. He doesn't. That is the one thing that down the stretch that I was really frustrated with Mike Smith is like there were games like that Ohio State, the first Ohio State game, he couldn't be stopped. But then there's long stretches of games where he's so ineffective offensively, and he's he's a smaller guy, which I can't yeah. fault him for that. But defensively too, it's like. Dude, like they're shooting over him. There's a lot of problems there. So I think having a guy like that who can drain the three on a consistent clip and make the right pass and and not try to do too much. I felt like there were times where Mike Smith tried to do too much. And Mm -hmm. we talked about it going into the tourney that point guard was probably their weakest position. Um, not knowing that livers obviously was going to go down, but yeah. outside yeah. of that, I mean, you know, you really showed there at the end, but it was a great season. Nonetheless, we're really looking forward to seeing what they do in the future. Um, but the bar is set now, right? Like that's the thing. So the next couple of years, you're expected to be competing for national championships. There is no other bar. I don't care about big 10 regular season. I don't care about the big 10 tourney. I don't care about that. It's all about the national championship now. And that, mm-hmm. that is the bar that you have now set for yourselves for the next three, four years while you have some of these massive, you know, McDonald's all American kids coming in here three at a time. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Literally. So now is the time. So it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but great season nonetheless. All right, let's shift our focus now to opening day. Tigers baseball is back. It's a great day here in the D. 2-0 to start the season as of this recording. First time since like 2016 or something like that yeah. is that they started out 2-0. They beat the Indians 
two straight games for the first time since like 2018, something crazy. Miguel Cabrera looking, looking good and spry at first base. Um, you know, decent pitching. It's not a Tigers win without some bullpen drama at the end. <laughs> like yeah, there no, always not. is with Soto. But, um, you know, the big thing I'm like, I want to talk to you about it is, is expectations in AJ Hinch's first year, right? Sure. Well, there's a lot of guys on this baseball team. They're on one year deal, two year deals are really just kind of bridge players while you're waiting for the young guys to mature, to get to the next level. Right. And I'm not just talking yeah. pitching. I'm talking you know, at catcher, second base, shortstop. Like there's a lot of positions on this team where you're going, yeah, you're here this year, but I don't expect Jonathan Scoop to be a Tiger for the next five years. You know what I mean? Um, But what, what, what are your expectations? You know, we've, we've heard that they're going to, you know, like, you know, we're going to be competitive. We're going to, this is, we're kind of getting back into the upswing, but do you really feel like that's really where they're at just yet? Because I feel like we still have about a year or two of really crappy records ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I think we're going to be a below-average team by a lot. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, I think from the, at least these first two games, yeah. at least I think they're going to be one of the – what we call, like, the bad teams that yeah. if you overlook, you'll right. get, like, destroyed by kind mm-hmm. of teams. But, like, mm-hmm. we look at in the NBA, and there's, like, the Atlanta Hawks where yeah. you go, they're not, like, a good team. But, like, <laughs> on any given night, they – like, Trey Young can put 50 on you, and then right. you lose them when you shouldn't. Yeah. I think the Tigers can be that, where, like, you're like, oh, the Tigers will sweep them. And all of a sudden you're down two one in the in that little series that you go and you go, yeah. man, that was a lot tougher than we thought. Like we can't <laughs> overlook them every time. Yeah, right. I think they're yeah. finally at that point, but they're yeah. still going to be a pretty bad team because everyone's has yeah. more talent than them right now. But for sure, for sure, yeah, they can they can play up. Yeah, and I, I want to see you know, and this is once again, it's another year where we're going to see you know, Casey Mize made the final roster, right? So he's oh. part of the rotation. You're trying to figure out the bullpen. Is Daniel Norris a part of your future, right? He's in the bullpen right now. Had an okay outing opening day. Um, can Soto be the closer? I mean, I throw and I get it. He throws 98, 99, but if he can't hit strike zone, you, you know, you're not you're not helping me. Yeah. But um, you know, you're going to see some guys. I expect Torkelson at some point to make his debut somewhere, right? Even if it's in a DHing type of position. You know, I expect Miguel actually to play more first base than we've ever seen. Uh, mm-hmm. Hinch has come out and said he's our best fielding first baseman, which is incredibly sad. Um, but nonetheless, right? So you're going to see some differences from the way Ron Gardenhire was doing it compared to what uh, AJ Hinch is going to do. But I, I, you know, I think I'm agreeing with you. I think that they're going to be in that fight with the Royals for third place in the central. And I think they're going to be kind of that if they win 55 games this year, I think that would be considered somewhat of a success 55 to 60. You're still in a, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's one of those things where you just don't have enough talent right now. As at the end of the day, I just think you're a little bit too outgunned offensively to really make a run where you go, okay, like we're, we're okay, but we're not, we're still just waiting on these guys that are hopefully going to be legit ball players in the next couple yeah. years. So looking at uh, under overs yeah. uh, before the season started. So they have the sixth worst under over, but they're yeah. under over set at 68 and a half wins. Okay. So take that as like, yeah. that's pretty much where I would say like 65, mm-hmm. 70 wins. Yeah. So uh, I think if they they're anywhere around 500 at the end of this year, I would consider yeah. that a massive. If they're 80, oh, yeah. if they're 81 and 81, is there a shortened season for MLB this year? No, it's they're uh, full. It's they're full. full. Yeah. yeah. So if they're 81 and 81 or whatever, I think that right. that would be considered. And they're in com- competition with the White Sox for second place in the division. Yeah. Um, I think that you'd be in great shape after year one, right? At the end of the day, oh, yeah. it's 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 just you're playing a waiting game a little bit, you know. And I think hopefully. 
after probably this year, you're going to hopefully see the checkbook open up a little bit because they have yeah. done no spending in years now since mm-hmm. they tore it down. So they're in a better, you know, salary cap situation as well. And I think they're just kind of waiting kind of similar to what the Cubs did is where, okay, we got to wait for these young guys. And once these young guys are in the starting rotation, the lineup and the rotation, now we go and we are specific about the four or five high-priced free agents that we're going to bring in, the John Lester's of the world, the Cameron Hayward's to mm-hmm. come in and take us over the top to get us back into contention. So yeah. interesting enough to say, least, I'm excited to see what this new brand of Tiger Baseball is about. They're supposed to want to try to run the base pass more, which will be interesting to say the least. Um you know, and it's all about the development at this point. I feel like we're kind of in that Detroit sports mode the last couple of years where every team, it's just, we're just waiting. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're just kind of waiting to see and hope to God that the plan of action is in place, but you know, you're not going to get a better manager than AJ Hinch. You know, I think Avila for all of his downfalls has really drafted well the last couple of years. You got a lot of really, you know, high level prospects in your system. So mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's crucially important that these guys get playing time in, in this yeah, next yeah. season for sure. Even if that means Jamer Candelario has to sit, Mingy's got to sit, Goodrum's got to sit. I don't care. It, it's mm-hmm. you got to get these guys up here and ready to go. Um, all right, let's shift now. We got a lot of wrestling to go over, Mike. It is WWE week here on the, on the Ori Sports Podcast. My goodness. I mean, we've got two days of NXT TakeOver. We've got uh, two days of WrestleMania. The Hall of Fame has already been recorded. Yeah. That's going to be – there's a whole bunch of stuff. I mean – I think I think from starting uh, the day you guys hear this on Monday, yeah. I think Monday to the week after Tuesday, mm-hmm. I think there's something every single day. Yeah. Whether it's uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT – yeah. or what have you there's like something every single day yeah it, it's it's a lot it is it is a hundred percent a lot wwe has taken over the wrestling world um for the next week whether and you half like or it so. or not whether you like it or not it's happening and you know if there is one saving grace here is that you know it's usually when everyone kind of shows out right if, if you're yep. gonna do it now is the week to do it you know you got a lot of culminations to a lot of stuff yeah. um you know that you know and let's just jump right in here mike with the nxt takeover card here um, you know, night one, I guess I can't believe yeah. I'm saying night one. It's so ridiculous. Um, you know, <laughs> lots of, lots of talent, man, on these shows. And I, I mean, I'm excited for it, but I mean, I, I feel like we're going to get to that thing. Like when we watched wrestle kingdom, when it was just one night, by the time you get to the world title match, you're just exhausted. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to be physically conscious by the time I, we see edge versus Roman versus Brian at the end of night. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally, like literally though, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go through night one and uh, night two of NXT TakeOver. Stand and deliver, which is a very weird tagline. Yeah, because they're standard, standing and delivering two yeah. nights of NXT product. All right, yeah. so the first match I have listed here, mm-hmm. we have Pete Dunne versus Kushida in a singles match. Oh, um, wow. And I'll take I'll – take, uh, uh, why is it so hard? Uh, Pete Dunne, because I like yeah. Pete Dunne more. Yeah, I think we're just going to go Pete Dunn here. I think they were, this was a shocker kind of one because they were everyone thought they would be in that NXT North American gauntlet yeah. thing. But they just um, needed a second match. Uh, they match, just needed so a match like, where you go, who's two guys that are over enough that have some sort of credibility? We'll put them in a match and it's a pick them. So, yes. yeah. I don't think Kushida wins. I think Kushida needs to get out of NXT and needs to go back to New Japan. Yeah, as soon as possible. He yeah, just, he's, he's just in the weird spot of like – Okay, I guess he could be North American champion, but there's no way he's NXT champion. He's not, he's just not that kind of guy. So, yeah. where do you do with him? You're going to put yeah. him in the cruise, you can put him in the cruiserweight division too, but like, all right, cool. No, no one wants that. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's I know I feel that. 
Uh, we got MSK, Wesley, and Nash Carter versus the Grizzle Young Veterans, James Drake, and Zach Gibson versus yes. Legato, Del Fantasma, Raul Mendoza, and Joaquin Wild. Triple threat match for the NXT tag titles. They got vacated because... Uh, Danny Burch got hurt. Danny Burch got hurt. Yeah, that's yep. the one that got hurt. Yep. So these three will be in a three-way for it, and I'm going to take... Grizzled Young Vets to win this. I'm one. actually I'm hard on the Grizzled Young Veterans. I wanted them to win the Dusty Cup, then they didn't yeah. for the second year in a row. So I think this. I think everyone's going to assume MSK gets the win here because they won the Dusty Cup, and WWE never, ever, ever does that. So yep. I'm going to say Grizzled Young Veterans get it, um, and I hope they do. They're a great tag team. Yeah, this I, is I, the I, match on night one. I think it's going to steal the show. Yeah, I think I think you, they're going to pin uh, this Phantasma team or whatever, yeah. and yeah. MSK is like, oh well. We get yeah. that one-on-one match, and yeah. then they're going to have a next match at the next takeover and probably yeah. win it there. It's going to be a yeah. short reign, but – For sure. Grizzly sure. Young, Vets are Grizzly Young Veterans are fantastic. Be the second tag team to – or first tag team ever to win um, the, the NXT UK and NXT tag titles at the same time. Yeah. You know, so that'd be kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Don't shake your head at me. Don't shake yeah, your head. That's a little trivia for everybody right there. Yeah, you're one of those like <laughs> WWE people that are like, oh, this is the first guy to win the Universal and WWE. I'm like, yeah, because the Universal's been around for like two years. <laughs> And like two people have held it. <laughs> that's that's definitely true for anything NXT UK. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's like there's like two people. Like when Walter wins the NXT title, oh my god, he's like one of four people that's actually held the title. I know that's great. <laughs> Wait, they won't even didn't um, Pete, not Pete Dunn. Um, no, uh, the other dude didn't he win the tag titles? Tyler Bate and uh, yeah, Trent Seven. No, they they never won the NXT UK tag titles. The girls, young veterans oh, beat them okay. for those. We everyone thought that they were going to, and they never actually got them. Oh, so it's weird. Okay, gotcha. Okay, anyway, uh, so we got the six man gauntlet match: uh, Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Scott versus Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis versus L.A. Knight. Wow, I don't know any of these people really. Um, <laughs> for the North American title, um, I have the exact order that they come in. If you yeah. care. Um, um sure. I know LA Knight's last, right? LA Knight's yeah, last. So Swerve Scott will be first, Leon yep. Ruff will be second, Bronson Reed's third, Cameron Grimes is fourth, Dexter Loomis is five, LA Knight. So they're really last. just building up to Loomis versus Knight then. Um I mean, it's yeah. difficult for me. I want to say it's LA Knight, you know, um it just because it just seems he's the former Eli Drake. If anybody knows who he was, he was in the NWA for a hot minute and yeah. uh, he was in TNA, former Impact World Champion, but um, I'm going to say Dexter Loomis just because I feel like they wanted to give him a reign earlier and he got hurt. So I'm going to say it's Dexter Loomis. I think he beats LA Knight and then maybe they spin off. I'm not sure, but it doesn't make a lot of sense to go heel versus heel for the North American title. So yeah. I'm going to say Loomis just because there's nobody gonna, else on that card outside of LA Knight that has any chance. I'm going to say Loomis too, because I think Gargano is feuding with Loomis. Right, exactly. So like, I think that it's like the pretty easy, like, all right, yeah, yeah let's, let's pick that guy. And also LA Knight like lost his first couple of matches, I believe. So I'm yeah. like, I yeah, he like had a split with Bronson Reed. So like they tried to keep him, I don't, I, they tried weird. to keep him strong, but, but like not really, lost, yeah, so you're not really, I don't get it. Um, but I think this is the match that I'm most excited for Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa for the United uh, Kingdom title. Mm-hmm. Um, Bro, like Walter's been champ for like nine years now. So let's shock the world. Let's give it to Champa. Let's give Champa a mini run with this yeah. bad boy. 
I thought you were saying that the Gauntlet match was the t- the match you were looking forward to the most, no, and no, I was no. very con- I was like, really? <laughs> no, I don't know any of those people in that match. No. Uh, Walter's yeah, muscle champ is going to be I'm a hard I'm going to say Walter wins it, but I think he's got to basically kill Champa to do it. I just hope there's no screwy business. Like if Champa's going to lose, yeah. I just want them to beat the living piss out of each other, and I then Champa dies at the end. Like if that's uh, the way it ends, I'm cool. I want I want like a rendition of uh, NXT Takeover in New York where yeah. it was Pete Dunn and Walter mm-hmm. and yeah. they just slapped the crap out of each other for yeah. thirty five minutes right. and then Walter won. That's when he won the title. Um, I want that thing, but I want Champa to like fall on Walter instead. Right, right. I think that would be fun. Right. Uh, and then the main event we're gonna have Eero Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as a guy who has not really kept up with NXT Super a lot, mm-hmm. uh, Raquel Gonzalez, does she have any chance of winning? I think she's at, I think, yes, I do. I think that they've done a really nice job of building her up to be this unstoppable monster. Look at the resume, okay. right? She beats Rhea Ripley in the last man's or last woman standing match, right? Mm-hmm. Um, her and Dakota Kai win the Dusty Cup and then are by de facto the first ever women's NXT tag champs. I know they lost it the same night, but the point is, is that they're trying to give her some accolades to make her look like a legitimate, credible champion. And at this point, you're getting to a scenario where Io Shirai has beaten everybody. So yeah. at some point you're going to have to pull it off of them and you can't do a reboot here where it's like, Oh, Candice LeRae just beats her for it. So I think this is the perfect time you've built somebody up enough. And I think you can, I think she's a, she's good enough in the ring where okay. I think she can do it. So I'm going to, I'm going to take Raquel Gonzalez here just because I don't know if anybody else okay. is going to beat Shirai. So yeah, I'm going to take Shirai just to be different from you, but mm-hmm. I, I totally get your reasoning. I don't yeah. know. I, I'm kind of interested to see if like, Eero beats her, so Dakota Kai gets a shot. Maybe Dakota beats her or something. I don't yeah. know. I just feel like but, it's it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, because I know like Taya Valkyrie, she's coming pretty soon too under a new yeah. name, you know, and she's extremely credible as a women's wrestler. But like you're getting to a point where it's like, okay, Shotzi Blackheart, she ain't getting it. She's a tag champ. Emma Moon's a tag champ. Candice is doing the tag stuff. You don't have Rhea Ripley's on Raw. You don't have any more women to give her, you know, and she just beat Tony Storm again for the second yeah. time it's like at some point she's going to have to drop it. And I feel like you've done, they're the only, she's the only woman they've built up enough to do it. Yeah. Plus I feel like they want to go off night one with a title change. That's also fair too. And we got confirmed that that's, is the main event. So that would make a lot of sense too. Yeah. All right. So that is night Night one. one. I believe that's airing the last one on the USA time slot. So it'll be like free on TV. Yeah. I think it's airing on Peacock as well for those who just don't have cable. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing it both, but I'm definitely just going to watch it on TV because um, Peacock was rough last time I watched it. Wrestling is going to be tough. Yeah, night two, uh, NXT TakeOver is pure peacock, so we get the mm-hmm. straight peacockage from night two. Peacockage, um, that should be a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm giving you so many good ideas, so we're not capitalizing I on I know, this. my gosh. Good thing we got it all recorded. <laughs> yeah. All right, night one, we got... So our opening oh, match Lord. will be uh, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, the champions versus The Way, Indy Hartwell. No way. <laughs> No way. <laughs> Candice Lorraine for the NXT Women's Tag. Oh, wow. NXT Women's Tag, tag Team off. Championships. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Ember Moon and Shots are going to win because why would you take it off them? Yeah. I really Lorraine. want, I'm going to say Candice and uh, the other chick, uh, Indy Blackwell or Hartwell, whatever. Her Hartwell. Name is. Yeah. There you go. Um, win it just because I want to be different. Plus, I'm such a huge Candice Lorraine fan. I, yeah. I, I see no chance of them actually winning this match, but I can dream. Yeah. And we like when Rob dreams. Yep. Um, 
So we got Gargano versus the Gauntlet Eliminator winner. So we kind of agree it's going to be Dexter Loomis. So yeah. I'm just going to fill in that hole real quick and go Johnny Gargano versus Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to say Loomis wins. Yeah, I'm going to say Loomis wins to get his title yeah. and yeah. give it off Johnny. And Johnny can do a lot of other fun stuff. Yeah, Johnny is really spinning his wheels at this point. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think maybe he spins off into a few with maybe Austin Theory and teasing that a little bit. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's it, he's he's done everything at some point you gotta just go with something else yep uh all right so we got jordan devlin the nxt cruiserweight champion versus santo escobar the interim nxt yep. cruiserweight champion and they're gonna be yep. fighting in a ladder match for the undisputed nxt cruiserweight championship it's a lot of um, nxt cruiserweights there yeah clearly. and i think this match is gonna be wild but i think Devlin wins. I'm actually going Escobar, so I'm glad you actually went Devlin here. Um, okay. I think Escobar gets the win for a couple of reasons. Number one, he's here in the States, so that helps. Um, That's true. And number two, um, I, I just think that they're really it's, – it's hard. This is definitely a pick em, though, because they're both heels, right? Nobody really likes either one of them. I think this mm-hmm. match for night two especially has a chance to – to shock some people. I don't, it's not going to steal the show. You got too much heavy handedness at the end of this, but I definitely think this is going to be the match where people go go like, Oh yeah. Adam Cole and O'Reilly was amazing. Cross and Ballard was really, really good. But you know, that ladder match, that ladder match is a pretty good lead in to mm-hmm. the other two. I think that's where this is going to be. Um, and I just hope that if for whatever reason, there is nothing, there's no tomfoolery, right? Like mm-hmm. you got, you know, like got Del Fantasma and all that stuff. I just want to clean if, if you can say that ladder yeah. match, I guess. Are we, are we talking no two on three on ones against Jordan? Yeah, Devlin here? exactly. Like yeah, I don't I, need I like any of that. Too. I don't need any of that jazz. It just ruins it for me. Yeah, I agree. especially when that guy then loses, it, it makes yeah, even it just less makes no sense. sense. It's yeah. stupid. Uh, so our co, I'm going to assume the co-main event, but who yeah. knows at this point? Um, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly, the unsanctioned match. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would argue trying to think of what's on mania this is probably my most anticipated match yep of all four uh nights yeah i think it rivals, i think it rivals for me brian edge and reigns just because yeah. of the star power and the and the and the the variability that you can spin off i mean you can you could future book that for for hours right if you yeah. wanted to um but yeah this definitely the most time invested oh yeah oh my <laughs> by god a large yeah. margin, by a large margin by a large margin it's it and plus every time Cole and O'Reilly have ever been in the ring together, whether it's yeah, in Ring of Honor or here, it's 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 top notch. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I'll take uh I'll take O'Reilly in an upset, but All right. you know I'm going Cole, so yeah, that's like, <laughs> I think I think it's a pick them because I think either one can really win and yeah, it's one of those situations. How, Go ahead. Oh, I, mean, I was just gonna say I think it helps Kyle O'Reilly more because it can mm-hmm. kind of boost him into a world title picture. Where mm-hmm. like Cole, it's like he's already kind of been yeah. at the top so like losing doesn't hurt him yeah i think it's one of those situations think. though where it's it feels like they should give it to o'reilly but they make the wwe it's like when like they justify roddy piper not winning the wwe championship. he didn't need the win his character yeah. was over it. i'm like okay well then why did hulk hogan need the world title then like yeah. come on so i think it's one of those situations where i think it's i think cole does get the win in quotes like the yeah. on the record book but i think it's one of those Undertaker beats Triple H when Triple H walks out on top, walks away, and Undertaker's dead in the ring. One of those yeah. kinds of situations. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it could be. Um, and then our probably the main event. I'm going to say probably it's the main be event because it's, it's probably going to be the main event. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross with Scarlet for the NXT Championship. Pick them for me, man. It, 
It's a pick em for me. It really, yeah. it really is for me. Like I'm being, I'm being honest because yeah. like, it, I think you can make the argument that Finn could retain here and cross just goes to the main roster the night after mania. I yeah. think you, I think you honestly could do that. Yeah. I'm going to take Kyrian. I think yeah. if Kyrian didn't get hurt, right. I think that's way more plausible for sure. But the for fact sure. that he, he missed like, okay. He, the yeah. fact that he missed like four months or so, yeah. I think like the audience still needs to get, like more invested sure. to him before for he jumps sure. up. He has, he's so, had six matches on TV, really. Exactly. That's what yeah. I mean. And then like the two pay-per-views or whatever. So I'm like, I think Kyrian wins. And then I think he holds it for like till SummerSlam yep. takeover time, Perfect. loses it. And then you can pop it back up into the main roster. Yeah. It, it, no matter who is champion here, they really need to focus on building new stars because yep. right now you don't have anybody right now ready to go after this match. Like you have nobody yep. right now. So um, outside of the, the people that have already been built, right? The Champions, yeah. the Arcanos, the Coles. So uh, I'm going to take Cross as well, uh, but I won't be, sh- I, I mean, I'll be shocked if Finn wins this match, but yeah. I won't be as shocked as I think some people will because I can see a scenario to where they like, you know, screw it. He doesn't need to be in the NXT that long. And he just gets, that's the only the real situation I can see him, why he didn't win, why he won't win this match yeah. is if he goes to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Which would need to be to Raw, by the way. He can't if he goes to SmackDown, he'll drown. But he needs to go to Raw yeah. where it's more character driven. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. So those are the two days of takeovers. Takeovers going to blow WrestleMania out of the water, though. I'm just calling that right now. It's not even really going to be close. I don't. I think there's going to be moments in WrestleMania where you're going to go, "That was really good." But I think yeah. Takeover has the uh, has the opportunity to really just go. Wow, this is so much better than eighty-five percent of WrestleMania. Yeah, like it kind of does every, every year. single time. Every but now they've got year. two nights to do it too, and yeah, it's like it a fully stacked card. Like you've got like a WrestleMania-esque card. You know what yeah. I mean? So. I think the problem with Mania is that they actually split up the good matches between yeah. both shows. I yeah. think Takeover was like you combine all everything. the yep. all the invested ones are on night two, and the like the lead up stuff is in night one. Mm-hmm. So like night two is gonna blow everything out of the water. Night one yeah. will be okay for the NXT, yeah. but night yeah. two is gonna be crazy. I think WWE, like you said, will have like one match on each show or two matches on each show. There you go. Wow, but, that was really good. And then, but yeah. like overall, they they won't be better because they're more split apart. Correct. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. But in speaking of WrestleMania, I'm pulling up this WrestleMania. You know, you right know what's fun. You know what's funny though. I was looking at that while you're pulling that up. Is like I was looking at like just the history of WrestleMania. You know, because just getting ready for the show and like I'm like, man, WrestleMania 30 only had eight matches. WrestleMania 31 only had like eight seven or nine matches. matches. Yeah, it was like one yeah. of those things where it's like, why did they all of a sudden just go? You know what we need? We need 15 matches on these cards. It was like, it's like 32 so or 33 that they decided. Yeah, it's like why are we doing this? Like it's just it's just. And then, you know what's funny though is that back in the day they did that where it was stupid. Like you would see matches like Tito Santana versus the warlord at WrestleMania in a minute 30. And you're yeah. like, why, why? And then all of a sudden you've got um, Hogan versus slaughter to end WrestleMania seven. And you're like, Oh, all right. Question mark. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, just, just yeah. super weird stuff where you just, I just don't get, you know, know. it's just, it, <laughs> WrestleMania, as much as everyone talks about some of the heyday matches that you had, you had a lot of good ones. And those first, you know, eight or nine of those, half the card is garbage. Like, I know, that's absolutely hot garbage. I always find those funny because people are always like, yeah, man, like, I miss those old WrestleManias. I'm like, do you, though? Yeah. Like, like you, you really go back and watch. And watch yeah. yeah, go watch <laughs> WrestleMania 9 again and tell me you enjoyed that show. Yeah. Nobody enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, think so, I would take like 27 because oh my you got, god like, 
you got yeah. like Taker and, and yeah. Triple H or whatever, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. seven and nine and stuff. You're not even yeah. getting that. You're getting like half yeah. that. It, well, because people were like, oh man, WrestleMania five was awesome because we're, you know, WrestleMania six was awesome because we had, you know, Warrior and Hogan. I go, okay, that's great. Name another match after that. Yes. crickets right so it's yeah. like geez louis it's, it's just funny looking back but all right let's let's get into wrestlemania oh 30 something or other God. 37 i can't believe it's 37 that's crazy i know we say that every year and we just add another number to it, i know but... that makes me feel old <laughs> uh so i'm gonna let's see where do you want where are we gonna start all right we're gonna start with what i think is like the least important <laughs> So All we're right. going to start with uh, Bad Bunny with Damian Priest versus The Miz with John Morrison in a singles match. Okay. I don't know why they didn't just make this a tag team match. I think I think Priest and Morrison are hurt. They have an injury. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah, okay. I think that's. I read that somewhere. They said basically like it would it would be a tag match if they can get cleared. But right now Morrison's got a knee. I don't know what Priest's problem is, but he hasn't been on TV either, so okay. he must have something nag. And they go, it's going to be a five minute thing anyway. So who cares? Yeah. So I'm going to take Bad Bunny because you always got to get the celebrity the win. Yeah, the win. Yeah, and I think Priest is going to look really good in the in that. In whatever he yeah. helps with or whatever. Correct. Uh, so next we're going to do uh, The New Day, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods versus AJ Styles and Almost for the tag, Raw Tag Team Championship. And I'm going to take The New Day because I think like AJ and Almost are going to like split or like something's going to happen there and yeah. I think New Day is going to somehow pull it out. Somehow. I'm going to give it to AJ and Almost just because I think that's the only reason why they, the, the New Day have the tag titles again is to drop them and be a credible tag team for AJ and Almost to win them from. Yeah. Um, but I honestly say when I can't stress this enough when I say this, I couldn't care less and this is a match strictly to get AJ Styles on the card. <laughs> yes, it is. 100%. Like, has, has like, 100% this is, if you could name a the second match on a card, this is that match, right? It's like match one, because I feel like they're going to open up night one big with McIntyre and Lashley for whatever reason yeah, for maybe. the title. And, you know, to have like the first, you know, match in front of fans, blah, blah, blah. If there's another let me up match on this show, it's this one. Yeah. By far. That's why, that's why I did those two first. Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. So then we got, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match because apparently Braun Strowman was like, yo, I got to put a cage down to stop people from interfering. Yeah. But when like I, remember when I said that, that, remember when I said that the, the tag match was going to be really crappy and like no one really wants to see it and it should be yeah. the second match on the card. I lied. This is the match that's really crappy and I don't want to see it and it should not even be on the card. Um, I literally want to burn this match with fire. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. So I think uh, I think Braun I think, wins uh, in ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, I think Shane's gonna jump off the cage and do like a dive and miss and go through the ring. Or something. I hope we don't even get to that. I hope it takes him twelve minutes to get into the cage and he finally gets locked in. Strowman clothesline, power slam, we're out the door in three. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, but he's only six matches, so they're gonna give each match like yeah, thirty minutes. I know. So some of them I'll be like, oh yeah, he gets thirty minutes. Like this next one, Cesaro and Seth Rollins. Totally give this cool. One thirty minutes. Totally I'm totally cool. cool with that. Yep. Um, Cesaro this win this on, match. Yeah, win Cesaro it. wins. Rollins can win. I don't care. I'm happy for both. I love. This I, match. I want Cesaro to get this win desperately. I think. I think there is a low key undercurrent that Cesaro is going to get a push. I don't know why I feel it, but I feel it. So I'm going Cesaro hundred percent. Okay. This is a big win. All right. I'll take Cesaro too, but like. Either, either way, I'll be cool. As long yeah, as they give him time. If this match goes less time than Strowman and Shane, I'm going to be so pissed. Yeah. We're not throwing TVs out windows to, uh, Saturday, not, Rob, but. Just not yet. Sunday though, depending on what happens. Sunday, on what Sunday. happens. Yeah. yeah that could, that could. <laughs> 
Um, what I believe will either open the show will be the co-main event. Bobby Lashley will defend his WWE title against Drew McIntyre. And this is what I think Drew McIntyre wins. I'm getting more and more convinced that mm-hmm. they just gave Lashley the title so McIntyre can go through a big dude. Basically, yep. Lashley is Lesnar. Yep. Because they couldn't get Brock Lesnar back for this card, and yep. Drew is just going to go right through him. Like yeah, this minutes. is this is you know I, I I'm trying to make the argument for Lashley to retain here, um, but I just don't see it happening. I, I yeah. don't understand why they broke up the hurt business either on Monday night. That was stupid. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to go McIntyre here. If Lashley wins though, I'm not going to be upset. The hmm. problem with this once again though on Raw is you have no depth. Who the hell is going to challenge either one of these guys after this for their title? Like, let's be honest with ourselves here. Who the hell is going to do it? There is not a single guy on Raw right now that you can point to and go main event for the next pay-per-view. There isn't one. And you can throw names out there, but they're not on Raw. They're on SmackDown. That's why they're going to rematch. That's why next time wins and they're rematching. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for six months? While they yeah. built somebody? Holy yeah, shit. Re- remember, remember the next pay-per-view after Mania should just be called Rematch Central because it's just always rematches. <laughs> you know. so. Did you miss WrestleMania? It's cool. We're just going to do it again. It's all good. Yeah, yeah Backlash, <laughs> it's, all, it's all just Mania's rewinds. I love Backlash. Um, it's such a great show. I, I love Backlash, yeah. but like it, it's Because that's the year. Though, Backlash was the, always the show that had title changes. So every WrestleMania, yeah. you go in, you go, oh, everybody retained next week, next month. Oh, everyone lost them. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. That sounds good. <laughs> and then what I'm ex- super pumped about is the main yeah. event of night one, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, super pumped. Couldn't be more excited. Definitely this going to main event. Oh, Yeah. Um, I hope this match gets like 40 minutes and just goes bonkers. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. Bianca's moment right here. You know, Sasha's already shown she can deliver in long, high paced, anticipated matches like that. She's done with Bailey. She's done with Charlotte. She's done all over the place. Um, This is Bianca's moment by far. And looking forward to seeing her going off the air night one, holding up the women's title fireworks bonanza. Yeah, as, as we're going to talk about, um, all these SmackDown matches are going to be so great. And these Seriously, though, legit, like, though. If, sure? you, if you did a brand split, like, oh, Raw is going to be one night and SmackDown's going to be another night, it goes, all right, well, I'm not tuning in for Raw until yeah. the, the like, You know what's funny match. is we talk about how NXT Night 2 is going to be amazing. If they put all the SmackDown matches on Night 2. Yeah, I know. I like, know. I don't know. I think SmackDown's matches could overtake that yeah. NXT takeover night too. A little bit. And even on SmackDown this Friday, you've got the fatal four-way for the SmackDown tag titles. They're doing like a WrestleMania preview type show. Yeah. And you've got like some solid tag team action for the tag for the SmackDown tag title, showing a little bit of depth, at least mm-hmm. on that side too, where you don't have a guy who's never wrestled before at Brady Mania. So it's like, yeah. I mean, you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. I, the, we're like, going to get to a match like, on night two where I'm going to look at and I'm going to go, I don't really know what they're doing, but I, I know exactly, know what, which yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But, um, <laughs> You're not wrong though when saying SmackDown has been killing it. Yeah. Like after we do this, I'm just gonna go down the whole SmackDown card, and yes. then it's we're gonna be tell me right now you don't want to see that match. Yeah, exactly. Like that card, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so we're gonna open with uh, Big E versus Apollo Crews in a Nigerian drum fight for the hate Intercontinental this. title. Hate it, hate it, hate it with a passion. I don't even know what that is. I don't know either. What are they gonna do? Are they gonna like do drum solos? No, hope yeah. gets the hottest reaction. When Elias and Jeff Hardy had like the Symphony of Destruction, and it's just like a extreme rules with like Nigerian drums. Maybe I don't know. It's stupid. They had to dress this up because they've done this match twelve times already. This is the yeah. one match where. And here's the thing too. I get. I like the Apollo character change. I like that that 
that he's a heel. He's never been more engaging than he has now. Big E's got a bit of an attitude too. I like that there's a, it feels like there's legitimate heat between the two guys, but you've done this match at nauseum at this point. So mm-hmm. it's, and for the Intercontinental Championship, I feel like this match should be more important than it is. Um, but I think yep. Apollo does finally get the win here though. Uh, yeah, I, I think Apollo finally gets the win also. Yeah. Uh, we got Sheamus versus Riddle for the United States Championship. Um, pick them, I guess, and not a good way. Um, Sheamus, question yeah, mark? I'm going like, Sheamus as well. Um, I know Sheamus just picked up the win over Riddle on Raw to kind of like further solidify this match was actually going to happen. But Sheamus has been on fire, though. The last yeah. couple matches he's had with McIntyre, I, I do think that Sheamus holding that title, and I think it's going to set up a feud if Keith Lee can get cleared for Herm versus Keith Lee. Yeah, which would be pretty good. No yeah, way. I think so, too. Uh, we got Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul oh, in a singles match. I, um, the only I thing I don't like Logan, about this is the Logan Paul situation. I don't yeah, know why he's I, here. Yeah, I think it's just to get star value for yep. um, night. Like night one has Bad Bunny, start yep. night two has Logan Paul. Sure, yep. I don't think he'll do much outside of maybe like touch yeah. someone at one point. I want point him to get thrown to a table. I bet he gets pop-up yeah. powerbombed at one point. Yeah, maybe or something. He takes a yeah. bump or something, but um, I don't think he's going to really impact the match too much. Hope and not. I think uh, Kevin Owens probably wins. Yeah, this match, that. I mean, if they give them time to really just build into a solid technical matches, I mean, Cesaro and Rollins is going to be that for night one. This match has potential to really, like, I think you're really going to see if they give them the time and they don't do a whole bunch of shenanigans and just give them 20 minutes to just mm-hmm. wrestle, you're going to see a phenomenal match. And yeah, yep. I'm going to say Owens gets the win too, but honestly, even if Sammy wins, I won't be mad because I really just want them to join back up again and win the tag titles. That's my personal opinion, but it's fine. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think Kevin Owens just lost so many times to Reigns. Oh, yeah, he's he got to get the win to, here. He just needs a win to like... Sammy's character good. lends itself to losing as well to where he can yeah. still quote have credibility and and it doesn't hurt him as much either i think he's gonna jump off the giant pirate ship this year though kevin cool owens will. so cool i think it. it'll be fun yeah. i think he's gonna drop like 90 feet and like give me 25 died. minutes of sammy Zayn versus kevin owens on every show and i'll be hooked yeah uh so we got the fiend bray wyatt with lex oh. bliss versus randy orton um it says singles match i'm gonna take an assumption that it's gonna turn into a firefly fill in the blank kind of match oh um, but if it's just a singles match, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'll take okay. I'll take that was uh, great. <laughs> uh, Bray Wyatt to win this one. Oh, god, yeah, Bray wins. He got burned a lot. And I, and I hope to god it's like five minutes. Like, I really yeah. do. Like, Orton deserves better than this. I'm gonna be honest, he does. Yeah. I think Bray deserves better than this. I just it, I don't know. It, it's it's fine. It's whatever. It's it, if anything, you know what it is for me. I, and, I, and it's not fair to do this, but it's the women's eight man tag match right before the main event of the show. That's yeah. why I look at this match as. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a match. Yep, it's going <laughs> to be something. Will it even be a match though? We don't even know. It might I don't not know. Even be a match. If, I swear to God, if they have a whole bunch of random damn like in and out lights on, lights off images. Yeah craziness it's gonna be like dude you couldn't make this more hokey if you tried <laughs> our oh, co-main event probably will be uh asuka versus rhea ripley for the women raw women's title and i think finally rhea ripley will probably just win the title here because asuka you know hasn't done 
anything with the women. Yeah, I mean, she's been hurt, and then you booked her in a tag team for the entire time. Yeah. Um, this so is the just... one. This is the one moment where I'm almost like, I wish Charlotte was going into Mania as champion because I yeah. feel like this would have been a perfect time to get Ripley the win back. You know, because yeah. they had a pretty good match. Um, I'm gonna say. Yeah, I guess Ripley. I don't have. I, I hear the thing though. I don't see Oscar losing still. Like I, I mean, like in a straight singles match. I'm gonna say Oscar, but I'm not gonna be mad either way. I think if 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 they booked Oscar like they did in NXT, it'd be great. Mm-hmm. But they haven't done that and stop putting her in the damn tag division. <laughs> stupid. Yeah, who knows? Well, okay. So after all that, all that fluff and all that nonsense, all that no fluff. one really cares about. I also have one match. <laughs> We get to the main event. Roman oh Reigns defending his title versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. Triple threat match for the Universal title. A lot of words. All we need to know is three guys are going into this match, and they're going to get like an hour and 35,000 minutes. Because hope so. I hope so. Match. I hope and so. It's going to be a slow, drag-out brawl because it's all these build. guys' styles. It's, it's going to build, build. And I'll probably fall asleep. And then I'll call you. In, I'll be like, do you see that? And be go, like, no. <laughs> the comeback's coming. The comeback's coming. I'll be yeah. like, okay, okay. All right. And then at the very end of it, Daniel Bryan's going to walk out champion. Wow. He puts it on the line. He sticks his head out there and he just calls it. Look at that. Didn't know if you were going to do it or not. Um, I'm going to say, God, this, once again, I have not looked forward to a main event like this in a long time. I know we're not thrilled with the triple threat aspect of it. However, I do like the fact that we have three guys that could potentially all be world champion at the end of it. And depending on how they do it, I could be happy no matter what the result is. That's kind of fun for me. Um, this is the first time in years where I felt like there's, you can't decide who's going to win the title because um, mm-hmm. you can make a solid argument for any of them. Um, I'm going to say Roman retains here and they have a heel going off as champion for the first time in a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Um that's not like Brock because Brock doesn't really count. Um, like, you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't yeah, for whatever yeah. reason. Um, I, I kind of, I wish I, I kind of want to say edge though, just yeah. because they're bringing back the whole rated R superstar ultimate opportunist thing. You know, he's kind of, he's like kind of going heel again too. So it's really Brian against the world. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if they go Brian against the world again and, and pull the trigger. I wouldn't be mad about it. I think it'd be super cool, but I just, I just really don't know what they do. Like I could see a situation where Brian hits the flying knee on Roman and then he's going to go for it. And then out of nowhere, edge hits a spear pins, Brian and runs out with the title and everyone mm-hmm. boos the hell out of it. And he, it, and then you go off there and you go, Oh my God, I can't wait for the next show because what the hell are they going to do now? Right. Yeah. So it, it's hard for me. I'm going to say Roman wins. Um, I say either way though, Roman is the person not taking the fall. So yes. regardless of what happens, he's not getting pinned, but I definitely can see, I, or maybe Brian hits the flying knee on edge. Roman comes in, spears Brian. At some point I feel like Brian's getting speared and everyone's getting the hopes they're going to be crushed. So <laughs> um, I'm going to say Roman, that's my official pick, but I can, I can see, I can see how they can pull it any which way. Either way, yeah. I don't think I'm going to be pissed as long as there's no interference. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, like I said, Daniel Bryan all the way, not even thinking twice about it. I know, I love it. I love I your it. And uh, that's the only one I'm confident in because everything else, I'm like, yeah, sure. But no, okay. <laughs> so real quick, so let's yeah. pull up. So if we just pulled these SmackDown matches together, okay. because this is how much I love SmackDown way more. No yeah. offense. 
Um, SmackDown's always been better, low key. Yeah. So <laughs> we would have, so we would have Cesaro, Seth Rollins, fantastic. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, yes. Big E, Apollo Cruz, okay. Uh, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, yes. And Roman Reigns, Edge, Daniel Bryan. That five, like five, that five match, match card. card. And then if you want to throw the Fatal 4-Way SmackDown tag title Tags match on the actual show, right. Yeah. Yeah, tell nice. me how that wouldn't be like one of the best cards you'd ever I'd see. Be, I'd be about it. I mean, that's that's a pretty damn solid card. If, and that's the thing, too. If you saw that card anywhere else in the world, yeah. you'd be like, oh, this is – this is like golden. god this is godlike right yeah. so yeah no can you want to go down the raw ones real quick just to? To, yeah let's just do that real fast <laughs> and go right, off on right. a high note <laughs> yeah. all right so we'd have bad bunny versus the miz huh? the new day versus aj and almost huh? braun Strowman versus shane mcmahon double huh? uh the fiend versus randy orton <laughs> Riddle versus Sheamus. oh my god so bad and then uh re ripley versus oscar and then terrible. bobby lashley versus drew mcintyre so so I could tune in for the last hour of the show and probably catch the two matches that I wanted to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the main event and the women's title match. Yeah. That is that's so how, gross. That's how drastically different those shows are. That is insane to me how much different that is. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, it's night and day. It's like mm-hmm. that one should, like Raw show should be the pre-show. Just throw the two, the win, the Raw women's title and the WWE title match on the SmackDown show, and you'd have a phenomenal have WrestleMania card. card ever. Yeah, yeah, you'd be yeah. like, wow, this is freaking amazing. Yeah, um, It's going to be a great week, though, nonetheless, right? Looking forward to it. Lots of big stuff happening. Conclusions to storylines, beginning of storylines. Um, it, you know, it is the best time of the year if you're a wrestling fan. Outside of Wrestle Kingdom, I would say this is the biggest... I mean, Russell King, just the in-ring action alone. Yeah, it's just That's what I mean. It's just so great. But but at the same time, though, we come up for the story and everything else, right, for here, especially here in the United States, you're really not topping WrestleMania. I know AEW, you know, could argue and say, well, you know, we've had individual shows and maybe so, but you're never going to reach the level that WrestleMania is. It's just not, yeah. it's just too hard. It's too difficult to do the spectacle that it is. We're going to have live fans in the audience again. It's going to feel, it's going to feel new. It's going to feel fresh. I'm super excited for it, and oh, yeah. um, I think it's going to be uh, for as much crap as we're giving it. And there is going to be some low lights for sure. I definitely think it's going to be a pretty damn good show, um, yeah. both for NXT and WWE. But that's going to be it for this week's show, guys. Next week we're going to be reviewing NXT Takeover, not WrestleMania, because when we record, we're not going to have night two's results yet. Um, we're also going to be talking some NBA action as well. Um, we, we got a lot of stuff in the fire for sure, though, guys, coming up here. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, but that's going to be it for this week's show, guys. On behalf of the Merc Zone, I'm the Mouth of Michigan, and we will see you guys, as always, next time.